1: Music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove
2: lies that are stamped with an official seal?
1: So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind, in the Twilight Zone. It's
0: about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you are listening to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on the Fringe FM, five nights a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you'd like to contact the show, you can do so at rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com, and find us on social media at Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. Not forgetting about our website at www.thesecretteachings.info where you can find our full show archive, my books, and more. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info. Tonight, in the first hour, we're going to be joined by our co host Mike D. Last night we talked a little bit about extraterrestrials now that's a subject in the fringe community not just on the fringe fm but a subject in the fringe community the ufo community various communities that i'm a part of because of what i do here for a job but i've also divorced myself from i filed for formal divorce i'm just tired of the associations within and without these so-called communities. I don't like the idea that if I'm part of a so-called community, then I have to believe what the community believes, or I might as well be working for CNN. What I mean by that is last Thursday we did a show called It Came From the Lokas. Lokas are different dimensional planes in Hindu mythology. And this word is actually used in a declassified government memorandum dating back to July 8th, 1947, which seems to pertain to Roswell because of the dating. However, there were multiple so-called crashes, and we don't really talk about these other incidences. We we talk about the Roswell crash and all this advanced technology that came from Roswell because the same Talking heads in the UFO community keep repeating and regurgitating the same thing, and that's fine to some respect. I've got no problem with all of it, but when you start to talk about other angles, it makes people uncomfortable because a lot of people have made their living on this subject. A lot of people have made their personality on this subject. They've become almost like a god within the community of ufology. So if we talk about it in a way that's more open-minded and more critical, well, it disturbs the dogma. So last night, we broke this down on The Secret Teachings. Tonight, I wanted there to be a fun Friday show, so I've invited Mike D. back to the broadcast. Of course, we had our other co-host, Jack, on Wednesday, a show we got a lot of great feedback on called Masquerading, M-A-S-K, Masquerading as Heroes and Victims. Dawn of the Death Mask. That show is in the archive and it's on the website for free. Last night, of course, talking about those extraterrestrials. And for those of you who didn't hear, and Mike, I know I mentioned this to you right before the show, the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee wants the public to see government UFO reports and they refer to the Tic Tacs, they refer to the USS Nimitz, and all these incursions and intrusions and stocking of military vessels and military craft and secret locations that UFOs or UAPs were infiltrating, all this stuff, and it does seem just like some big distraction. The one thing I found interesting, Mike, And then we'll get into some of the listener requests, because tonight's like a part two of our listener request show from a week or so ago. I find it interesting, Mike, you tell me what you think, that if this was really the case, that aliens were responsible for technological breakthroughs in human development, humans reverse engineered this technology, why is it that if the technology's been recovered from Roswell and alien craft, then how come after nearly three-quarters of a century, as the Navy reported from 2004, our aircraft today are still being outmaneuvered by these unidentified aircraft. And furthermore, the U.S. Senate is saying that the technology might be a breakthrough of a foreign adversary, but that's also kind of erroneous because we've seen the same kinds of incursions, intrusions, invasions since the Cold War and since World War II and before. So I don't buy... That this is some reversed engineered technology because wouldn't our aircraft be able to withstand such an event? Wouldn't we be able to maneuver with them? Just some thoughts. What do you think, Mike? Welcome back to the show.
2: Hey, man. You're good. Um, well, you got to be careful because it, it goes into, some, you know, it's, I, want, when I, when I think of that, I think Secret Space Force which I think uh, has been diluted and convoluted by the new age uh, whack jobs. I do believe that uh, we have reversed, we have the technology, uh, and that uh, it's used for military purposes. Um, And I do believe a a, a lot uh, that my belief came from the uh, McKinnon uh, leak, where he hacked into the NASA and got the classified information on the uh space uh uh what was it the operation solar warden where he got the list of names of ex uh terrest- extraterrestrial officers that was a i mean that was no joke i mean we do have craft there's people flying these craft they're military black ops budgets of course they're gonna say that you know. That there are uh, military crafts and, and not from extraterrestrial, because that's the highest level of classification is the alien agenda, I guess you could say it's still going to be hidden, so this- uh, this committee meetings and subpoena information it's it's going to lead absolutely nothing because the powers that be are still in control of the alien
0: question and besides, you really want government officials after how many years. Depending on where you place the pen historically, to just say, "Well, we're sorry about that." Here's all the information you wanted. You know, it's it's kind of like right. Yeah,
2: I, here you go. Here's all. Here's everything you. Yeah, everything you're looking for.
0: Now, now you wanted all the declassified documents, right? Hey, Bob, Bob, get the get the ultra top secret stuff. Get that in here. They want to see that. You know, <laughs> it's kind of I kind of compare it to a show I did on. What was it? I did a show on Tuesday this week called Ancestral Phenomena. And I was talking about how there's these graffiti marks on businesses. Some businesses paint them themselves. And all the graffiti says stuff like this, Mike. It'll say, end blank, end racism, end sexism, end gender discrimination now. And I always look at that and I think, one, what does that achieve? They say it brings attention to the subject. I don't buy that. I think it's a futile effort. It's a waste of time. It's destructive to property. And I always wonder, Mike, number two, do these people really think that just spray painting and racism now that like the UFO people, they're just going to be some government official who's like controlling the races? And he's like, well, damn, I didn't know people wanted to end racism. Hey, Bob, go ahead and end racism now. Just flip the switch. Like, is it really that simple? People simplify stuff way too much, Mike.
2: Right, right. I think um, a lot of this stuff is done because it's an election year. But what what is so amazing is you have all this stuff going on basically to topple Donald Trump, who in most regards, yeah, he's done some some decent stuff, um, some, some executive orders. But are we still living in this prison planet? Yes. Has he dismantled the Federal Reserve? The CIA has he backed our money with, uh, with gold or silver and got rid of fiat currency. Do we have free energy? N- none of that. he's done none of that, but yet he's done a little bit here and there. Um, you know, stood up for the USA, trying to get uh, bang tr- tr- China for tariffs and whatnot. Now, can you imagine if he want, you know, tried to do some of these other things? Uh, you, you know, <laughs> it's it's and you have. A full scale virus attack leak. Black Lives Matter is funded uh, and it's a Marxist organization. You have these uh, riots and these uh, taking down the statues, all organized. Antifa, uh, Refuse Fascism, ACLU groups all convorting together. It's just uh, amazing. And Donald Trump, you know, has done stump stuff, but really the, the true nitty gritty. You know, he's he hasn't done. Can you imagine if you even tried to do some of those other things, what they tried to do? <laughs> you,
0: you know, my uh, my friend and our other co-host, Jack, he mentioned to me on the phone the other day, he just was kind of curious. He said, he's like, I don't really think that, you know, there's a lot of political campaigning going on. It seems like there's just these big distractions. And I said, no, 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 Jack, I think... I get what you're saying. You're not really seeing like the campaign advertisements and all that stuff as much. But I said all the stuff that's happening the the counter revolution to capitalism, the Black Lives Matter, which is by the way they have their donation their donations collected through a company called Act Blue, which is the primary campaign contributor to Joe Biden, the pedophile dementia patient. Uh, and these different groups, the rioting, COVID lockdowns, house arrest, all that. I said all that is the basically the Democratic campaign. And that's what's going to be used against Trump come election time. It's going to be Trump let the economy crash. Trump let people get locked in their homes. Trump caused you to lose your job. And I'm not even a Trump supporter, but it's really clear what they're doing. That's They don't need to get Joe Biden on TV because the guy can't remember what he's doing. He can't remember where he is or who he is. So he's just like a placeholder and all this stuff is the political campaign
2: yeah, well, you know these these white people on the streets that are uh, you know doing the writing and the and setting the fires, you know what the most of them are they're Bernie bros that's so disillusioned because uh, Bernie backstabbed them again that they've got to take out their anger on the street. they're definitely not going they're not going to vote for Biden and they're definitely not going to vote for Trump, so what are they going to do? They're out on the street rioting, um, letting out their rage because they've got nowhere to go. You know, that's what a lot of these people are, Bernie supporters out
0: there. And they're going to burn, B-E-R-N, they're going to burn down the capitalist oppressive society. They're going to burn down a country of slavery and racism and bigotry and sexism and gender bias and hatred. And they're going to erect a new country founded on equality and love and peace and an equitable environment for everybody. See, that's been tried before by those terms. It was called the Communist Revolution in China. Uh, It was called the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, and it led to the deaths of hundreds of millions of people. And the reason that it sounds like a good idea is because the people that are supporting it are disenfranchised youth, and they feel that as individuals they are not important. But if they're part of a collective, they're important. And they can force the collective ideology on the individual, and that will bring about true equality. But it's done based on historical ignorance that in the United States, I saw someone say this today, Mike. They said, I'm not one of these extreme leftists. I just believe that health care should be free and that all people should have rights. And I'm thinking... Do you have any idea where you live? You literally live in a country where the government was formed as a republic to protect human rights. But you want to dismantle that and overthrow it because you want, you know, one or two black transgender people to have special rights. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. What do I know? I've just read hundreds of history books, Mike. Maybe I'm stupid.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And you know how many farmers were killed? Uh, during the Russian Revolution, because guess what the government wanted uh, to control the food supply, of course, another way to control the people, and they would just go in, take over the land, and guess what they 'd kill the farmers and kill their families That's, uh, These morons don 't know history at all that 's why they 're up there take, trying to take down abolitionist uh, statues just they 're so just just dumb. You know they're what video game uh, you know the, the video game inside-all-day kind of generation, and they're just they're just dumb, dumb people.
0: You know what's funny about that? I'm reading a book called The Cultural Revolution. I'd highly recommend it by Frank Decoder. It's a relatively new book. It's part of a trilogy. This is the third book in the trilogy. And the first couple of chapters are all about the revolution in China. And it's basically, if you didn't know any better, and you just replace the Chinese names with political leaders in the United States and these groups, you would pretty much have a current history of what's happening in this country or what happened in Russia in the uh, early 20th century where they're literally in the first couple of chapters here, Mike, they're literally taking down statues, burning churches, burning mosques. And it is all just a bunch of young people who don't know anything about anything and they're being radicalized by the party to destroy people who have worked for a living. And the funny thing about this Mike is these people that are like Black Lives Matter, they're kind of leaning to some liberal left. Usually they're they're like they're always about like art and creating crafts and selling things at the market, which is great. I'm all about it. However, if you do that in a communist country, they consider you a capitalist and they execute you. So all your artwork is going to go bye-bye.
2: Yeah. They're just—they're dumb, man. What can I tell you? They live in a in a bowl, in a in, a, in a bubble, of ignorance.
0: Well, Mike, you know uh...
2: it's like the Seattle Seattle mayor or, or whatever. Yeah, I think she was the Seattle mayor that was complete leftist nut job, and they uh, came to her house, spray painted her house up, and then she called the Black Lives Matter movement a bunch of terrorists. You know, it's so funny how it can change when yeah. it comes straight to your doorstep. Yeah, these, these liberals are just so, just so confused. Now I'll go to the other side too and say, you know, neo, neocons like, uh, and scumbags like. Uh,
0: Bolton. Uh, Bol- like Bol- Lindsay, Bolton's a neocon, Lindsay, right? Yeah,
2: Bolton, like Lindsey Graham. Uh, doesn't, like doesn't, that guy, doesn't that guy you look know, like
0: he, he just takes it from behind? in some weird eyes-wide-shut ritual and just cries about it?
2: He's uh, a very strange man. You got Mitt Romney. You got a bunch of others. um, Obama. I'm going the opposite side now. You got Obama. Go back to the other side. You still got the Bushes hanging around. You know, Cheney. Back in the day, you got Cheney, Rumsfeld. You got these scumbags are on both sides of the equation. People don't get it. They don't get it.
0: Now, we want to talk about aliens. That's what we want to but yet, talk
2: about. yeah, uh, we say something like that, and we, we call out liberals, and then you get the comments, oh, what are you, a Trump supporter? Are you a right-wing Republican, a right, right-wing right Republican?
0: Remember we were we were doing a a show on Dark Matter years ago on the Art Bell Network. Well, legally you couldn't say Art Bell Network, but the Keith Rowland Network. And we were on this show on there, and I got an email from, uh, <laughs> from Keith Rowland, and it said, you've really pushed the line. You know, you, you, you went over the line last night when you said anyone who voted for Bush was a moron. I was like, yeah, I stand by that. Would you vote for Bush, Keith? Yeah, you are a moron. And so are the people that voted for Obama. They're morons, too. You can't say that. Why can't I say that? Why do I have—if if I was a Republican, though, and I said, if you vote for the Democrat, you're stupid. The Republicans, they bring me into their community. But if I don't have any community— I'm just left out in the cold, and I have to go talk to people like Mike because Mike gets it.
2: Right, you're not right. you're not in, you're not in a community. Well, I mean, just looking at it, common sense. If you're going to go one way or the other, which you know, if you're going to go that dualistic way, which is fine, I'm not saying it's wrong. But if you're looking at it common sense wise, I mean, you, you got to be out of your mind to associate associate yourself with the Democratic Party. They are just Not that it's not the same Democratic Party. It's a super left-wing run by Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, psychopaths, Um, and on the other side you have like you know a narcissist, but kind of has a little bit of common sense. Much more than someone like Joe Biden who can't even string two sentences together. I mean, it's just like I mean they always do this to us. So you know you got back in the day you got um, you got Bush versus. Carry right. You got two skull and bonesmen going against each other. And then you got Obama versus uh, McCain, and then of course the two deep states going against each other. You pick Obama or you pick pick uh, You know, it's just it's, it's just as you can you, just use some common sense. The whole system is rigged.
0: You mean like with when there's like a picture of Donald Rumsfeld shaking hands with Saddam Hussein, and then there's a picture <laughs> of John McCain shaking hands with like top Al Qaeda leaders. Taliban leaders yeah. that are on the FBI's most wanted list, but McCain just flies over there and shakes hands while he deals weapons, and then the, you know it's just a, a unbelievable scum.
2: It's a total total joke.
0: Anything that anything that you, you you've said in the last like ten minutes here, Mike, th- all this was really probably uh, probably answered some of the listener requests for uh, for p- politics. So let's let's move right. past that though. We've got some other listener requests here. Here's one with uh, from Jonathan Fuller, who's a fan of the show. He's also a big fan of uh, Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. I think that's probably where he found us. But Jonathan Fuller, thank you for the comment. Jonathan Fuller says, "Am I the only one who thinks Elon Musk is connected to something? Then just satellites, uh, than just satellites for free Wi-Fi, and the connection to 5G. Could we still see the Project Blue, Blue Beam take effect? So, what do you think about Elon Musk, Mike? What do you think about?" musk being connected i'm guessing he means connected to like microchips wires i think he's connected to his Neuralink. i think that's connected to ai and i think the guy's on some serious drugs but he comes in and out of the drug usage and he's like completely brain dead for a second controlled by ai and then he comes out and he smokes some weed and he's like man this ai this is bad stuff man you can't get into this ai it's a double-edged sword and then the ai takes back over and he's building flamethrowers and blowing up cars so I don't know what's going on with him, but you tell me what you think.
2: Yeah, it seems weird to me that he's still blasting uh, SpaceX ro- using rocket technology when you know the guy's an insider. He knows that te- the technology to get us, uh, you know, off this planet is not with rockets anymore. His uh, comments on he he recently came out with something that I think he. Um, Said something about uh, Twitter, how it's uh, you know unfair that it, they're they're censoring uh, other voices on social media networks. He says some things uh, things that make sense sometimes, and other times he, he rambles on incoherently when he's on Joe Rogan and he's smoking weed. If you look at his wife, that's the person you kind of kind of look at. Uh, look check out his I don't know her name, but uh, you can just look it up. She's got an Instagram account. Look at some of her pictures. She's totally esoteric uh, symbols. She's wearing uh, the eyeball, the pyramid. She's uh, dressed weird. Uh, just check, take a look at his wife. So that might tell you something about the guy, as in, you know, she controlled? To be, f-
0: to be fair, though, I mean, I wear a pentagram. So thoughts on that?
2: Uh, I, I don't have. I, yeah, sure. I mean, as I don't have a weird I mean, wife. <laughs> No, it's Is not, it upside down? It's Is not, it pointing up? Is it pointing down?
0: It's pointing up. I it, mean, if you it, can pick... It's not like that symbol. Cro- that cross that that Melinda Gates wore that was upside down. It's not like that. Right.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. Just take a look at his wife. Um, and that's, you know, I, personally, I don't trust the guy. So that's my feelings on
0: I, it. I, I don't trust the guy either. Um, what about the... Blue Beam. Jonathan Fuller wanted to know about Project,
2: that. Project Bluebeam, um, saying that it could still take place.
0: Yeah, I, I think I mean, it's if more. They metaphor- all, if they exhaust all, if they
2: exhaust all cards, you know, and they still want to scare the give the public PTSD, uh, PTSD syndrome, um, and do a, a fake alien invasion, then maybe.
0: I think it's, I, mean, I think it's metaphoric as you at this can tell, point.
2: As, as you can tell, the terrorist threat is gone, but now we have a COVID nineteen, and we have uh, you know riots going on. It's there's a there's a you know similar if not equal to nine eleven effect of this fear and panic. Of millions of people have lost their jobs. I mean, I mean they're doing the same thing nine eleven causing fear and anxiety. Uh, do they want to ratchet up the next step from you know? Uh, for the Project Blue Beam attempt,
0: that's po- quite possible. I, I see it as a little bit simpler, maybe more complex. I feel as if COVID-19 is kind of the blue beam, because at the beginning of this, Time magazine published a story that said COVID-19 is what is going to prepare us for an alien invasion, and that was added onto by Chinese reports, not that I necessarily believe this, that, that it's accurate, a Chinese reports that COVID-19 came from space, that it came from some asteroid. Now, regardless of that, the theme was COVID-19 came from somewhere else, meaning that it's extraterrestrial. So the fake alien invasion, the whole virus scare is essentially fraudulent, fake, if you will. It is um, not true, to keep things simple, fake numbers and tests. So in a sense, it is kind of like a fake alien invasion that's come together to create a one world agreement that all national sovereignty should be abolished and we should come together to protect everybody from this disease i kind of see that as project blue beam and that's just me project COVID 19 I, i don't know that's my my feelings on it i think some of these things become like talking points and we forget that just because it like the government's not going to come out tomorrow, Mike, and say, uh, yeah, we're going to activate Project Bluebeam. I don't think they're having conversations like that at the White House is what I'm saying. It's not called Project Bluebeam. It's called Bill Gates and the United Nations ending the sovereignty of all countries. That's, I think that's more what it is. Just my opinion, though. Uh, Nicole Parrish. Nicole Parrish wants to know about remote viewing. And maybe what's in, and I'll save that for the second part, remote viewing. What do you think about remote viewing?
2: I think remote viewing um, is a tricky subject because I think you can remote view every remote viewer that I've seen, when they cover the same type of object or situation, they get different results as in they're seeing it from a different perspective. So I think remote viewing, um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I think um, anybody can really learn to do it too. But I think what you're going to see is your perspective. And do I think those actually outcome will, will happen for certain? I'm not too sure about that. I mean, there's a couple of channels out there that are also kind of suspect too on remote viewing, like um, Courtney Brown. I'm not a big fan of his his work, but um, there are some other remote viewers out there that uh, I think are credible, but do I think remote viewing can actually predict outcomes? I I don't think so.
0: I, on the other hand, think that it can. I just don't necessarily believe every story I hear about remote viewing. I've had Courtney Brown on the show a couple of times. He was the uh, one government liaison who worked on Project Grill Flame and some of the other Remote viewing program, so he was he was military, and I don't know if I necessarily trust that he was a really nice guy, and he seemed to be you know very willing to share things but you know if you're an intel agent, I don't know how much you can trust it's nothing against Courtney Brown uh for some reason though I've requested for him to come back on this show, and he he will not come back on this show. He just tells me no, I don't want to come on your show, so I don't know what the deal is there but See, that's why I don't have a lot of guests on anymore. People just don't like
2: me. Maybe you should have uh, remote viewed uh, getting a new (laughs) hairpiece.
0: That's why I like you, Mike. That's why I have you on the show. I don't
2: think remote viewing. I mean, if the military is using it, then why did they, uh, you know, couldn't they remote view, you know, 9-11 happening or the COVID-19 happening or all sorts of other things? Well, that's
0: assuming they'd want to stop it, right?
2: True, but... I don't think remote viewing can give you actual predictions of the future. I just don't think that's possible. I think there's too many different outcomes that could happen.
0: Well, if you, if you would Now, have... can you
2: remote view the past? I think remote viewing the past gives you a little bit more accurate detail. But remote viewing the future, I think, leaves, leaves it open to debate.
0: Yeah, but see, if I'm, if I'm like Elon Musk and I smoke a bunch of weed, I could start talking to you like some of these new-age UFO hippies and be like, yo, man, but isn't the past, isn't that like the future too, man? And isn't like what happened in the past also happening right now? Because right now is the future from the past. You know, that's just what it is, man. Yeah. And yes. Aliens and then, yeah, are real. That, and
2: uh, three hundred and thirty-three dollars to my foundation, I can give you. The
0: abs, absolutely, three hundred thirty-three bucks. And in fact, if you were a remote viewer, Mike, you would have known that the second part of Nicole Parrish's question for the listener requests was what is in Antarctica. I would say ice.
2: I would say jungles underneath. Jungles underneath. Yeah.
0: No, no, that's that's serious. Yeah, there absolutely are sub. It used to be subtropical, and uh, in a different place. But since Earth's oh, crust sure. yeah. displacement, I wasn't.
2: Jo- I wasn't. I wasn't joking. Uh, so the question is, what is in Antarctica? Yeah, ice. Well, ice I
0: can, trees. Uh,
2: there was there was a couple uh, good documentaries on. Uh, some military folks that came forward. Of course, they hid their identities of them. Antarctica, I'm seeing was uh, seeing craft come out from a hole that was down there. Um, that was uh, that gave a little bit of credence to it. Do I know 100%? No. Do I find it odd that John, John Kerry and Obama and uh, a couple other people, afraid, I think McStane went down there too. Went on trips down to Antarctica. Do I think it's strange that the Nazis uh, wanted to go to Antarctica and actually uh, were one of the first uh, explorers of Antarctica? I think there's something there. Uh, can I be 100% and tell you what it is? No, I can't. I, I don't know. It could be. It could be some alien technology. Who knows? I, I don't. I can't. I can't give you the answer. I
0: it's, don't know. They ha- they have one of those uh, blue chicken uh or Kentucky fried blue chickens down there, I think. And uh Yeah, yeah it's
2: where Cory Good goes to on vacation on yeah,
0: Antarctica. Yeah, the blue sphere picks him up. Spe- speaking of that, well let me give you my opinion first. My opinion is that yeah, there is a lot of ice down there. And uh joking aside, I think that what you would find under the ice is probably the remnants of some ancient cultures and civilizations I feel that the Germans wanted to go there as part of a conquest of global domination to establish bases in a very remote region that no one else had colonized, and they wanted military installations there, probably achieved them. We know about Operation High Jump. I think that's the reason that the Germans went there and to hide a lot of uh, uh, experimental uh, technologies, perhaps things like this. I think the reason that these political scumbags went down there has to do more with lake vostok and the fact that lake vostok is almost like an alien world with extreme conditions that life is not supposed to be able to thrive in or live in at all and it's thriving down there and i they, they've compared vostok to some of the moons and planetary bodies in our solar system so i think that has to do with you know, on the surface, at least, I think it has to do with um, the potential for life to exist in our solar system that's extraterrestrial. That's my take, though. But speaking of Corey Good, I don't know if you saw this, and we'll get back to the listener requests. Corey Good was in an article from Vice, which I hate Vice, but they did a nice piece on Wilcock and Corey Good. And apparently, I know we had mentioned this before, but the article says this, following in Wilcox's footsteps... Corey Good has launched what he calls the Accelerating Ascension Online Course. So he has an online course too, Mike. Quite literally, quite literally, it said it it says this on the website. All right. It says this on the website because a listener of ours asked a uh where's this at? James Redder asks the book of Enoch. So let's start here with the book of Enoch. It literally says on the Corey Good website, quite literally, quote, quite literally, I'm going to say it again, quote, quite literally, Corey is the Enoch of modern times. He is sent to our planet to, reg- uh, what does that word say? Reignite the Christ consciousness message of love, forgiveness, and service to others in preparation for the most extraordinary time and our recorded history, except for the fact that he's not really that loving and forgiving of all the people he sent cease and desist letters, or all the people he's suing. But I guess Enoch in the Bible probably sued a lot of prophets, too. What do you think of that, Mike? Yeah,
2: he's, 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 he's the special one. He got taken to the to the heavens in a sky chariot of fire. Uh, that's, that's the Corey Good Enoch.
0: You think that Corey Good is Enoch reincarnated then?
2: <laughs> yes, yes, that's he should he should probably use that.
0: Oh, he does. He does. P- people he was talking about it. They people were talking about it at contact in the desert like 2 years, 3 years ago. Like, "Oh my god, you know, who's in that room? Oh my god, the Pro- prophet Enoch is in there." I'm like, "The prophet Enoch is in there." What the hell are you talking about? It's Corey Good. Oh my god. Like he's a rock star or but, something. But, but,
2: this guy's gonna—he's uh, seen the technology for uh, food, for food processor, <laughs> or um, what do you call it? A stupid a repl- or, replicator. Uh, food replicator, and he's gonna—he's gonna make meatloaf, is, is what he had. Hey, for Co- food replicator.
0: You know, if any of those Corey Good weirdos are listening, I would love to receive a cease and desist letter. Please send me one because I will read it. What are you gonna sue me for? Five books that I own. Send me a letter. I will read it on air. Sue me for everything I owe. I would love to meet you in court. I'm serious. Everybody else but me, Kev Baker, and a few others got letters. I'd love to get a letter, Mike. I would real for my birthday next year. Send me a letter. Sue me. these
2: people. I mean, we know who these people are. They're a narcissistic psychopath cult. That's basically that basically explains both Wilcox and Good.
0: And that's then all you exactly
2: have to do is, is watch is. the videos, and then bam, it should should light up for you.
0: Well, it does if you pay if if you pay attention to it. It absolutely does.
2: Or listen to our past shows, and you'll get it.
0: All right, here's another listener request, and I'm going double uh, to double-check make, this to make sure that this is what they mean. Yeah, okay, I thought that's Dairy what it was.
2: Dairy Queen uses real ice cream.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Chick's yeah.
2: Six chick uses real chicken with just mm-hmm. fresh chicken, no preservatives, no food coloring, no MSG.
0: Well, that's what we're supposed to say legally, although it says it on their website. <laughs> yeah, we don't use real ice cream. <laughs> uh, Sean, here, here are two questions that kind of go back to the... The guy's co- probably still listening. Oh, that ice cream guy? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, we had a listener a long time ago who got upset because I said... Dairy Queen is not real ice cream, and then Mike, you diligently went out to the website of Dairy Queen, and it actually says on their FAQ page, our ice cream does not qualify to be called real ice cream. It's like dairy yeah. treat
2: it was no, it was like ice milk <laughs> some shit like that Well it has to have a certain was, amount they couldn't, of call, cream. they couldn't call it ice cream. It was like ice milk or some,
0: some well I don't think they could made up name they couldn't use milk because it had to have a certain amount of dairy or milk in it, and it didn't, a certain amount of cream. So it was like basically ice dessert or something something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. Here, Here's Sean Booth. Let me ask two questions because they're kind of similar. They're all kind of political, kind of COVID-19-ish. Tracing armies, Sean Booth asks about tracing armies, and Jan Simpson asks about Trump and the upside-down Bible. I don't have a ton of thoughts on this, but two listener questions. Sean Booth, Jan Simpson.
2: Well, the tracing thing is strange because on the iPhone, there is, they do have that. You can, under the health settings, you can, like COVID-19 tracking, that will tell you if someone in your vicinity has been tested positive. Now, you can turn that off on your phone, but that I, that's that's very highly suspect. Um, you know, when is it going to, in the next uh, version, I asked, iOS version are they going to make it mandatory? you know, so it is strange that they even put that on the phone that's not It's not a good sign.
0: Some people reported that their phones had it automatically uploaded, and it's interesting because oh, yeah. that that happened right after that tech blackout a couple of days ago. was that like last the last yeah, week
2: you got the current operating system you have it on uh, if you have an iPhone you have it on your phone, but you can turn it off.
0: Yeah, it's kind of strange that that
2: it is strange. It is it is strange. You know, Apple is the is the one like with those preaching when all the Google shit went down of privacy. That hey, you know, we don't do any of that,
0: but yet they put the COVID nineteen yeah, tracking on, on Go- their phone. Google loves you. Google's just you know they say don't do evil. That's like their slogan. Don't do evil. We're doing good trying to track and. We're trying to hunt down COVID and execute it because COVID is making so many people sick. And never before have you seen a disease where people who are healthy are more dangerous than people who are sick. Isn't that kind of strange too, Mike? Anybody picking that up?
2: Or, it's or, about or, as strange as seeing someone in their car with a mask on.
0: Dude, I saw someone <sighs> today. I, dro- I was driving home and I saw a sign that said, it's a new sign, on the interstate like a zombie movie. It's like The Walking Dead Season 15. And it literally said on it, COVID is still a threat, so wear a mask. And I get to the exit, and I look over, and there's a a woman, she's a very large woman, and she had a mask on. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's another one. And then I look back, because I couldn't believe how big this woman was, and she takes her mask off and starts smoking a cigarette. (laughs) And it's just the the epitome of the problem here, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a... The vast majority of the population are, are sheep. If you go into any kind of target or whatever, you're going to see 80% of the people in masks because they're the people that watch CNN or Fox every day, and they're just brainwashed with fear, uh, and they have to put on, you know, the, they got to put on the on the mask. But yet, these same people, you know, when they kick the bucket, they'll be back immediately back on the uh, circle of life again (laughs) they don't even know they don't know i mean they should probably start studying the tibetan uh book of the dead to learn what happens when you kick the bucket and prepare for it. because they're nowhere near if you're that brainwashed then you have no idea of who you actually are and why you're actually here and anyone wearing this mask is just completely brain dead
0: we we don't have that's my opinion Go, go ahead, Mike.
2: No, I mean, that's my opinion. But please, if you're listening out there, you know, as long as if you're, you know, I can see if you're 90 years old and you've got immunity problems or, you know, if you have some type of out, certain conditions, diabetes, you're over massively overweight. And maybe wearing a mask always... is, is good, even though it's cutting your oxygen level and probably making you <sighs> sicker and you're breathing, breathing back in the passages and the bacteria right back into your body. But
0: uh, again, all, all, you should always be concerned, though. If if you're really that fragile, always be concerned. What, why, why just suddenly old people are concerned about their health? That's yeah, kind of strange a, a to me.
2: Yeah, it's like. Uh, so they are so afraid of of death that it's just it's you can make anybody do anything, you know.
0: Yeah, if we could overcome that fear of death, I think it would be a lot easier to exist in this world, and we wouldn't have to. Like,
2: well, you really shouldn't have a fear of death. Like, I understand, uh, you know, you're living and you want to accomplish certain things, and you just don't want to kick the bucket right now. You want to, you want to, you have certain goals you want to accomplish. I get that, but the process of death is really one that you should not be afraid of. I mean, if uh, if you're brainwashed, yes, you're afraid of. Death. That, that's that's what they want you to be afraid of. They want you to be afraid of death. I it's, think tor- it's another means of control, basically.
0: It absolutely is, Mike. You're right. I think the uh, the tracing app should be like this. Like you get into, con- like you've had COVID, Mike, and I get close to you and my phone just, like a Geiger counter. And it's like it yeah. get further away from you. It just, you know what they should <laughs> do? They should have one of these for like obese people. And it would just sound like everywhere you walked, you just hear this.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, why not have it for anybody that's got, you know, hep C or AIDS, you know, or is overweight or has diabetes? We should all know who these people are.
0: Just like this all day. Anybody who votes Democrat, Republican, it just goes off all day. Anyone
2: that's ever made a a sexist or a racist comment on their social media from 15 to 20 years
0: back,
2: (laughs) you get uh, notified.
0: Yeah, you're just walking down the street. Having a nice day. You ever told
2: a gay joke or a black joke or a white joke?
0: That's all you hear right or there. And you, a Chinese joke. Yeah, then you look down at your you hear that, and then you look down at your phone and it says, in 1987, Mike made some unsavory comments about a work colleague, and you keep walking and it goes off again, you know, and he just it continues like that all day. Everybody's you know, everybody's guilty of ancestral deeds as well that was part of the communist revolution whatever your ancestors did you're responsible for that so mike if your ancestors uh you know if they did anything that's unacceptable that's your fault and you need to pay somebody for that cash unmarked bills i mean let's
2: be real i mean every race every color has made some type of racist remark or gesture against dude look
0: look at what the japanese did to the chinese in world war ii
2: yeah, worse than what the Germans did to, to, to the Jews.
0: Look what they did to. Uh, what was the guy's name? I'm trying to. Think, I do how to pronounce the name. It's um. One of the Chinese leaders. I can't remember the guy. How to pronounce the guy's name? But he was responsible uh, for the death camps. Um, it's like Luo 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 Raquing. I can't pronounce the name. It's L U O. R-U-I-Q-I-N-G. You never heard... Anybody ever heard of this guy? I'll give you a hundred bucks you heard of this guy. Nobody's ever heard of this guy. Luo Ruiqing. This guy was in charge of the labor camp system, the death camp system in communist China. Killed tens of millions of people. Nobody's heard of him. But if I say any of the following list of Germans, Albert Speer, Adolf Hitler, Heinrich Himmler, everybody gets terrified and, oh my God, they killed Jews. I guess the 100 million Chinese don't count.
2: Right, right, exactly. Or what about, uh, you know, Taupo, you know?
0: Three million Cambodians, people. something like that?
2: you got African warlords that have killed thousands and thousands of, of people. And it's just like... Well, hey, know, let's... it's we know, We know why. I mean, we know that the, the 13 families, the 13 tribes... We
0: know what's going on there. Uh-oh, 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 Mike, don't talk about that. Sorry about that. That's that's offensive. <laughs> you are. Oh. My phone says you're in contact with an anti-Semite. I'm going to have to get away from you, Mike. <laughs> hey, here's the other question. I don't know, this is just a simple question. Jan Simpson, what, you, what do you think about the Upside Down Bible? I think it's one of those things where, like, if I picked up a book and I was just talking and somebody took a random picture and I happened to have the book upside down, if I was president, people would say, he's he's a Satanist, he was holding the Bible upside down. Sounds like complete right,
2: right. BS I mean, to me. Yeah, the guy's 72 years old. I mean, he can't do everything perfectly.
0: However, however Mike, on the other hand, during... Nine Eleven, 11 the morning of Nine Eleven, George Bush was reading a book upside down. He had time to correctly position the book and chose to do so upside down. That's a different story. You want to talk about stupid Republicans? Well, George Bush would probably uh, fall into that mix better than Trump would, but, you know.
2: All right. I mean, if you want to talk about something upside down, then just look at Melinda Gates' uh, necklace. Or look at uh, Gloria Vanderbilt, her pictures that she's got um, on her bed with her two two ch- kids at that time. There's lots of pictures of, of Hollywood. What is that? Tell, tell us
0: wearing. about that. What is that? We talked about Which that. On the, we talked about that on the show once. I talked about the Vanderbilt picture and Anderson Cooper's brother being probably thrown out a window as like a sacrifice. Right.
2: Right, well uh, she's got on a, a necklace with all this kind of esoteric symbols and then in the back she has a uh, uh I forgot what uh what was the deity again? Was it Baal or someone or no, it was a female deity.
0: It was a yeah, it was uh, a goddess. Well they're, yes, and there was they're a interchangeable
2: of a, of a naked naked man burning uh being burnt and this was in her room. On top, this is on her wall in the background. This is very, very bizarre. And then her artwork in, in itself too. Uh, she's got total mind control, MK Ultra type of artwork where she's got babies, uh, broken up baby parts stuck in like a box. Look at some of her artwork too. It's total mind controlled, uh, you know, split personality type of deal.
0: I looked at that photo for the first time like six months ago when you showed it to me and it just it made sense it it falls into the the paradigm it falls into the category of 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 what typically you see very powerful people associated with and it's stuff that like here in my studio I have images that are kind of like that but I don't have pictures of babies burning on the wall and if I'm if I'm going to take a picture of something I have you know me in studio I'm not going to take a picture and position the baby burning if I had that picture over my head with my two kids that's what's kind of weird to me right. like someone who's very wealthy and they take their two kids and they take a picture of of themselves under an open sacrifice on the wall why because it's revelation okay. of the method they're they're showing you what they're doing and then she threw her son out the window
2: on what they believe you know yeah i mean these people are not are not uh, worshiping God. That's for sure.
0: How do how do the listeners find that picture? They type in uh, Vanderbilt Anderson Cooper. What do they What do they type in?
2: Bed, maybe bed. Andrew, Anderson Cooper child. Um, Gloria Vanderbilt. Um, Anderson Cooper child. That probably we should bring it up under images.
0: Oh, we have another question here. From, let's see, I mean, that actually kind of answers another question by James about the global satanic agenda. Another question from Sherry, it looks like Salia, Sherry Salia, updates on the crash in Brazil. I assume you mean the thing back in like, I don't know, when was it? Sometime earlier this year about a mysterious, well, there was an orb that was hovering over a village in Rio de Janeiro. And then that was like a couple of days after some UFO crash in the same area. You know anything about that or read about that, Mike? I do not. I do not. I'll tell you what, the orb, Sherry, looks just like the orb that was seen in Japan a couple of days ago. Last week on the show on Thursday called It Came From the Locas. I talked a little bit about that white orb, which looks looked really similar to that weird alien thing in the uh, the second Independence Day movie, which was absolutely horrific and a waste of time to watch. But the alien orb in that looked very similar. What was over Japan and this one in Brazil looks similar to that. I don't know. They, they called an alien. They called a UFO crash, an alien crash. I mean, are you okay, Mike? Yeah. Oh, no, I thought they. I I thought you just got um, assassinated or something. Your phone fell. Jesus Christ! I thought something happened. I don't know. It's like, you know, you got Gary webbed. <laughs> you shot yourself twice in the head.
2: No, I actually killed myself with a staple gun. Mm-hmm. Back of the
0: well, that, remember that one? 16, 16 times. Remember that banker that shot himself 95 times or something in the head with a nail gun? <laughs> a nail gun.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Coincidence. Exactly. It's just
2: bizarre stuff. Remember the uh, person that started, uh, I think it was a Japanese guy that started uh, Bitcoin, Uh, jumped off the building.
0: Hmm, I didn't know that. You know, in fact, uh, uh, one of these, uh, one of the top, I forget what the guy's name was, one of these top Democratic uh, donators to the Democratic Party just jumped out of a window in Los Angeles. Did you hear about that?
2: Yes, saw that. What was that guy's name?
0: Remember what that guy's name was?
2: I don't know. I I forget the guy's name, but I saw that
0: story. That is, that is not, that is something that's not a coincidence no that is not a coincidence that guy got that guy was murdered like anderson cooper's brother they just threw him out the window anyway real quick ufo sighting brazil i don't know about this i just feel like every time it's like mockery because the media the tabloids they're like "Ooh, it's a ufo crash so that must mean it's an alien spaceship that why are these alien spaceships crashing so much are these like kids taking their UFO flying disc driving course? They just crash all that they're crashing in Brazil. They're crashing in Roswell. They're crashing in Russia. Wouldn't they be a little bit more advanced? Or maybe, maybe Mike, maybe it's like War of the Worlds. They breathe our oxygen and then they crash, which I would think after thousands or millions of years, they'd have, they'd have developed some kind of respirator device that would allow them to exist in our dimension, in our world. I don't buy that these crashes uh, these crashes are just alien ships. I, who buys that anymore? Right. right. I mean, wouldn't that be like NASA sending men to Mars or something, and when they get there, they're like, all right, we're ready to go outside, NASA. Like, shh, over. Like, wait, wait a minute, where are the spacesuits? Uh, yeah, we forgot to send those. You just forgot to send the spacesuits. They just—they came from millions of light years away, and they forgot to pack the respirators. Come on, this the UFO community's got to do better than this because this stuff is pathetic and it's embarrassing. They're just so they're,
2: com, the UFO community is like um, high school
0: cliques. It is. You know? That's a good way it's to look at it.
2: It's so, uh, and that's describing it that way is so ridiculous. But that's that's how it is.
0: It's like a bunch of kids just sitting around, you know, you hung out with people that they sit around, they smoke weed all day and they give you these like philosophical revelations. It's kind yeah. of like what Cat you Williams. You gotta one off the
2: next guy, even if it means like saying that you have secret insiders that are giving you all this information.
0: Yeah, and when you can make money off of it, then it becomes very, very important that you maintain that status. It, it's like Right. Um, it's like what did Cat Williams say in one of those original uh the forget what the name of the pimp chronicles that uh stand-up piece he did where he said he's like man you smoke some weed and it'll, it'll make you smart he's like you're sitting there you smoke it you take a hit and you're like that's a love cow or love seat now i can understand why they call it a love seat you know that's kind of the philosophical conversation you have in the ufo community it's like yo man that's a ufo crash man i mean what else could it be It's unidentified. It crashed. It has to be an alien spacecraft, man. Then someone's like, man, I watched this guy named David Wilcock, and he's talking about insiders. I mean, this stuff is real. The government's lying to us. You know, you start sounding like Dale from King of the Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mike, I know I'm a little bit, I'm I'm fired up. Let's see what else we have here. I know I can be too much. Somebody told me I was intense recently. NDEs, Dan Zafransky, asks about near-death experiences. I have one almost every day. Every time I see a sign that says, End Racism Now, I go into shock. I just get tired of seeing it. But near-death experiences, Mike, you ever had one?
2: No, but I would refer back to uh, doing research on the Tibetan uh, Book of the Dead. um, What's that that about? about? What's that about? It's basically... It's basically what you should do when you take the bucket. And one of the first things that they talk about in the Book of the Dead is that you're going to see the white light, but you've got to realize that that white light is actually you creating that light. Um, it's Realization is liberation is, is kind of one of the keys. Um, and it's not to be something to be afraid of but it basically it's to understand it's a point that you are the light you as as uh consciousness are light so you got to look at it this way are you just a white man living in america is that your experience you know you sure you are or you or you're something else experiencing that aspect of life I is that am, all you are? I am a as, white a, as a, as
0: a, as a white racist living in America.
2: White racist? Yeah. And, you know, it's about going through these steps and process to awaken. You get you out of sleep, which is, you know, it's kind of hard to do. But it's kind of hard to do when people are actually living. They're living. They're not even dead yet, and they're asleep.
0: You know what's interesting about so, that book is that when I, I had a copy of that book when I was in uh, – well, I was in high school, the end of high school, when I went to film school. And there would be people that were kind of maybe like Christian a little bit. And this Christian guy said to me one time, he's like, you got a copy of the Book of the Dead? I said, yeah, I got one, the Egyptian one, the Tibetan one. He's like, that's like an evil book. I said, why is it an evil book? He's like, because it worships the dead. I thought, you're really stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not at all. I'm I mean, preparing you for, for death and what you kind of need to realize. Yeah, it's, you
0: know, yeah, it's like shit. Remember, your, your book is about a guy who resurrected from the dead. So, isn't it kind of the same thing?
2: Right. I think that a lot of stuff in the Tibetan Book of Dead is a lot of things that Jesus says translates over to the uh, Tibetan Book of the Dead.
0: You know. Yeah, that's that's heresy. the The Christian rad uh, radiation monitor be going off.
2: <laughs> right. There's some good uh, YouTube. You can YouTube videos Tibetan Book of the Dead to get some more information. I mean, reading it is quite. Uh, it takes a while. You know, you really have to concentrate when you're reading. There's audio books out there too, where, where it's read for you. But there's a couple of lecturers out there that kind of kind of simplify it. Uh, it's probably a good thing to read to understand about nature of life and death. It
0: is. It is. And, it is. I've. I've had a copy of it for a long time. It's a very good book. I haven't read the entire thing, but I've done some uh, extensive yeah, reading. on about, that. it's
2: all about it's all about getting off this wheel of life, which is basically a wheel of suffering, which it, which it is, and just realizing that, you know, that you're not you're experiencing you know a certain aspect of, but you're not that you know this meat suit. You're not this meat suit. You're uh, a spirit and yeah, and it's all about being interconnected, you know, with consciousness. I know it goes I mean, see it, The thing that sucks is that the new age movement hijacks some of this stuff and uh dilutes it and and steals it and twists it. But the core of it is that we're all interconnected spirit-wise like like a, a raindrop, you know, that goes into a pool or a pond. And the Buddha, the Tfetans talked about this thousands of years ago. Uh, so, but then you have these new age people that kind of take words and a little bit here and there from certain things and twist it and then want to sell you ascension. So that's where it gets screwed up. And that's where you got to be careful of where you're getting information from.
0: Crystals and spears and sticks and...
2: Because the Tibetan Book of the Dead, they actually hid that, uh, after the writer. That was, they, they thought people weren't ready for it and they just, they hid that the transcripts it wasn't found for like i think 700 years later where they brought it out uh you know that kind of contrasts the david wilcock others that uh, want to get the information out and put up the new youtube video uh immediately to get more money you know there's a difference there
0: <laughs> yeah let me tell you something else in that community it's like the 60s all over again except it's a it's based on ufos and doing psychedelic drugs and you can get laid a lot in that community if you parrot the community narrative and the reason i don't get laid a lot is because i make fun of the people who otherwise would sleep with me i can't sleep with a girl who is showing me her shaman sticks and bouncing around as a, as a shaman it's 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 goddamn embarrassing and it's insulting and my intelligence can't take that, Mike.
2: Yeah, I mean... Uh...
0: I'm being frank with I'm just being frank with you. I can't take... I just can't... Like, I I would have... I might not even have a near-death experience. If I have to go back into that environment at any point, I might actually die. Like, I can't... Do, my blood pressure goes through the roof. I can't deal with these fake frauds, these new-age hippie-dippy people. I just can't do it, Mike.
2: Yeah, it sucks that they've taken some of this uh, core knowledge, this this very important knowledge, and have twisted it or say that they're a shaman. To me, if you're a shaman is someone that has, spends their whole life dedicated to that art, not someone that does a, a six-week course on uh, uh, liberating your inner goddess uh, and then giving yourself the title that you're a, sh- a shaman woman priestess warrior. There, I there... mean, it's just... Uh, it's, it's very degrading to uh, real uh, both men and women, uh, shaman uh, or whatever, that have gone spent their entire lives devoted to it. Not some type of, uh, you know, this goes along with my changing of my eating habits.
0: Well, there's also another, there's another prerequisite to become a shaman. Um, that is, you, you must have large breasts uh, that you can bounce around on camera and in front of people and then men will pay you to give them shaman shamanic advice. Uh, it's basically, it's like stripping and it's prostitution. I I call it, it's just new age prostitution is what it is for a lot of, a lot of girls in particular. And it's nothing about women. That's bad. It's just, I see that directly. However, Mike, well,
2: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind if if you don't, you don't mind shamanic um, boobs,
0: shamanic boobs are okay.
2: No, well, taking the concept, like, for instance, there's a girl on YouTube that um, she covers action figures and she goes to conventions and she's pretty knowledgeable. Her whole house is based. She's a a true fan of the genre of collecting figures and, you know, comics and stuff like that. And she happens to have really big boobs and uh, she's cute and she kind of, you know, for her fans, she'll get up and like, you know, Put the camera down so you kinda of see kind of some cleavage.
0: Uh, she, knows no, 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 no. Well, she knows what she's she doing. Oh, yeah. she
2: knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing, and I, I I don't really have a problem with that because she's knowledgeable in the fact of what she's doing, and she's um, I, I'm okay with that. Honestly, yeah,
0: but 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 I'm if, okay. With that.
2: I think it's I think it's kind of cute actually too. But when you're using it to sell yourself off as something that you're not, well then yeah, that's the problem. Or you're using it to uh, garner attention to a cause or uh, a practice that you think that you're, you know, uh, good at or whatever, then yeah, that might be a problem. See,
0: see, See, traditionally, what the secret societies would do is that they would preserve themselves from any kind of carnal pleasure or activity. So traditionally, occult wisdom information would be shared with celibacy. Today, it's exploited with sexuality. It truly is a perversion of the secret teachings. That's why I have a problem with it. Do you understand what I mean?
2: Yeah, but I mean, even some occult activities you can you you can go into sex magic type of rituals. Um,
0: Yeah, I I still I think that's perversion too. Which
2: could be used, which could be used for good or bad.
0: True. That's true. true.
2: You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well yeah, I... I understand your point. I mean, I understand your 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 aspect of it because you're in that community and you see it, and you see this the uh, the uh, the the way that people go about uh, basically selling themselves off, you know, as something that they're not, and then to top it all off, you know, by this magic wand, I blessed it with my <sighs> you know my magical shaman powers.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, okay. So, two two quick things. One quick listener requests after this, but I want to make a I'm going to make a comment. Think about it like this. Especially culturally, there would be an issue with this. If I was, I don't think I'm incredibly unattractive, but if I had like washboard abs, and I did my show on camera, and the camera was focused on my abs, wouldn't that be seen as kind of weird, awkward, inappropriate? But if women do it, it's considered, because guys want to see, I mean, women want to see men. Like, if I was just running around with my ding-dong hanging out at conferences going hut, 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 wouldn't that be seen as, like, inappropriate, Mike? I don't know. I'm just asking the question.
2: Sure. I mean, even I think even if you were wearing, like, a type of some raccoon thong, (laughs) you're <laughs> walking around the conference. You'll probably, you probably would probably be kicked out. Now the shaman princess could probably walk around on a thong and not be kicked
0: hut, out. Hut 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 hut. Remember that girl? <laughs> hut hut
2: hut hut. Yeah, she was. Uh, a lot of these people have mental problems, bro. I mean, honestly, totally,
0: totally have mental problems. I'm with you. All right, last question. Um, I understand that I make comments that are off collar. I'm being real with you. That's why I say it, if boobs offended you, oh well. Derek Murphy wants to know about esoteric National Basketball Association. Do you know anything about the esoteric NBA, Mike?
2: No, the only thing I know about the NBA and the NFL is that it should be defunded. (laughs) Because paying millions of dollars to crybabies who throw around a, a ball... Uh, that uh basically forms have people form tribe mentalities around a team uh have people gamble and lose money on sports uh I think you know I think sports should be professional sports should be defunded totally so rather than now, defunding I'm okay police with, I'm okay with college I'm okay with college football because those are just kids and they're not being paid millions of dollars but and they' you don't see uh, college football players not standing for the national anthem or but the NFL and the NBA, especially the, the NBA with its ties to China, when uh, Hong Kong, they wouldn't stick. A coach tried to stand up for the, uh, Hong Kong, and was reprimanded by the NBA because their ties with China and the money that they make off the NBA and China. It's just, it's disgusting. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah, LeBron James making, well, refusing to make, but kind of making comments about how they support the Chinese government. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
2: What a piece exactly. of trash! Exactly. And talking about slavery, the people of Hong Kong don't want to become slaves. You fucking jackass! It's, these people are so. These sports and these entertainment Hollywood people are so retarded. They, they're living in like a, a giant golden bubble, you know.
0: Actors, they're actors, actors, actresses. Paid,
2: act, paid actors. Yeah, it's like Fuck it's like the, the, jump, the... LeBron James
0: millionaires with like industry awards, sports, MVP, all that stuff. They've got all this great wealth and all this fanfare. And they're lecturing the the rest of of us about inequality.
2: Why why do you see this like out of the NFL and the NBA and then you have Major League Baseball and and the National um, Hockey League. You don't hear a lot about uh, baseball and hockey. They kind of keep to themselves but yet you got this NBA and the NFL that are the problem causers, you know. It's just, it's weird to me.
0: Well, you know, you know why that is, Mike? NHL it's mostly white guys. So it's probably the the black guys in football and basketball. See, I am I <laughs> I don't know, I'm just It's a joke. Jesus Christ. I mean, what what most of the baseball yeah, leagues are just like what they're like Hispanic or something, Puerto Rican. So,
2: yeah, there's a mixture of like blacks. But there's a lot of Puerto Rican, Caribbean folks, and and whites in the in the uh, baseball.
0: I remember. The... Yeah,
2: it's just it's just weird to me that you know you got those NBA players and NFL players that are I don't I mean a bad word uh, not a good word is troublemakers but just no I would say more scumbags like what we said about uh, you know carrying your political protest to a to a, a game. Uh and then or and then the other side supporting China, you know, because you're told to by your NBA masters, but yet you preach about uh, you know, being a free man and anti slavery, anti racist. Well, you're yeah. racist to the people of Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, except for except for the shoes that you're wearing, LeBron, were made in a Chinese slave factory, you piece of exactly. trash. And you love that these exactly. people that are, ooh, equality, and it's in slavery, but they've got to have the newest iPhone and the newest, you know, whatever the newest trend is. They, they're in on the trends that are made by modern-day slaves in countries that they support the political system that not only that not only allows for, but profits and builds their economy off of slavery. It's astounding.
2: Exactly. Exactly. The sure. Ignorance and audacity of these people, these Hollywood uh, and, and sports entertainers, it's just disgusting. More and more people wake up, you know, which they, to me, there is a certain percentage of the population that is waking up, which is great. We just need a lot more people to, you know, stop paying these. I'd rather pay my garbage man, nurse, or teacher uh, a lot more money than to pay these uh, athletes. So-called athletes that throw a basketball or football around.
0: Yeah, you know what you can you can really demolish their narrative when you look at look at like Meryl Streep, look at this white old white woman, this hag, yeah. and she's up there lecturing people at industry award shows about equality and the environment and women's rights. It's like, look, if you lived in a patriarchy. You as a woman would not have 35 Oscars and $100 million. You would be serving a man, would you not?
2: Right. I think these people, you know, we don't know who they they convert with, uh, but I think they're all part of the same group, and they meet together and they plan these things, what they're going to say, uh, how the, what they're going to put into movies to get a certain agenda across. Uh, it's not random. It's not random. This is all planned by these people.
0: Well, the other, the other thing is about women in particular in Hollywood, the ones that are about we got to have women's rights and equality, man. But then they're the ones that are like jacking off Harvey Weinstein for a part in a movie. How do you get equality and respect when you sell yourself out for for a role in a film and then call it sexual abuse?
2: Exactly. I think you're going to find out in the future that the men have done that, too.
0: Totally. Totally. You're absolutely right. Men and women.
2: Yeah. You know, like the Brad Pitt.
0: It's probably homosexual, too, because that seems to be a common theme. Is that yep. wa- is that water? Or yes, is sir. Okay, that's not urination. All right. Cuz we'd have to, we'd have to censor that. <laughs> Mike just feels so free on the show. He's going to take a drink.
2: Yeah, hey, Mike peed on the air. Is there uh F- FCC fine for that?
0: You know what? I have I literally have the FCC file beside me and I I've not I've never read anything about audio urination. I don't know.
2: I mean, technically, that would have got it kicked off the Rollins College program back it, in the day. It,
0: it you know, would. The guy have, probably yeah.
2: would listen to it. like, so Mike filled up a water glass. Oh no, uh, he was urinating. So you guys are off the air. Yeah,
0: you can't. You can't. <laughs> what did he say? I'm. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know the law. But you. You broke the law. Well, here's the law. I've got a copy of it. Well, I can't look at that because I'm not a lawyer. Well, then how do you know I broke it? <laughs> It's like the same conversation I have with the mask people. Why do I have to wear a mask? It keeps you safe. How does it keep me safe? Because you wear a mask. Well, how does it keep me safe? Because you're wearing a mask. Why am I wearing a mask? Right. It's to keep you safe. I'm, ha- I'm having the Brondo conversation about electrolytes.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Like um, you, know, you have all this kind of take the statues down and all this other stuff going on, but yet Jimmy Kimmel uh, was doing blackface, Car mm-hmm. uh, Malone impersonations uh, 10 years ago, uh, where's where's the, where's the, where's the heat on any of these Hollywood people?
0: You oh, know they'll come after and them okay, eventually. So then the
2: Keenan Boyden brothers can do a movie called White Girls, where they dress up like white girls and act like bimbos and stupid. That's okay. It's just like come give me a break, you know.
0: Well, ultimately they come after everybody. If you if you understand the history of the cultural revolutions that have occurred throughout, well at least the last one hundred years. That they come after the people that pave the way to allow for the cultural acceptance of that kind of censorship and that kind of control. The people that are smashing windows and the people that think they're woke are the very first group of people to be executed socially and physically when the revolution reaches a fever pitch because they're useless, mindless drones of the party. And that's just history. Oh, yeah. History.
2: killed a lot of brown shirts, that's for sure.
0: What was that? The, the, what did you say? They killed I a lot of brown the Nazis,
2: shirts? The Nazis killed a lot of brown shirts. They did.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's also something, Mike, that if you read history, you know that. But if you don't read history, it's just your opinion. That's what I'm told all the time. Right, if, and, that's just your opinion. Yeah,
2: that's funny. These these kids in the school, like in schools, they're taught uh, what maybe be uh, hit, Civil War, Hitler, slavery. Uh, and not even the complete history or the true history of either of those, of any of uh, those subjects, of any of those subjects. And you wonder why the kids, are you know, they're raised in the now pinko communist agenda, in these liberal schools that are just, you know, kudos to anybody homeschooling their kids because they're being brainwashed with common core
0: Thank bullshit. Thank you. I appreciate that, Mike. I homeschool my son. That's
2: right. And he's got gonna, to. He's
0: going to read the I hit. mean,
2: it's, it's, like man, it's like mandatory. It's mandatory. If you're a good parent, you've got to.
0: Check this out. This is great. Uh, Sokka Christie. I don't think Sokka Christie likes me very much. Sokka, oh, yeah, she's got some weird shit on her profile. So here's I um, I don't think she's a listener. They call me the radical left. Listen to this, and then I'll let you go. I believe in full LGBTQ rights, uh, that black lives matter, that we should protect the planet, that everyone deserves health care, that the world is bigger than America, that people and places are made better by diversity. I don't think that's radical. I think humanity feels radical to inhumane people. What the hell does that mean? Because as far as I understand, everybody in this country has rights— and in fact, if you're LGBTQ in a lot of countries, they'll just execute you. So I'm not exactly sure what these people want short of full-scale bloodshed in the streets and a complete communist revolution where they ultimately are executed too so the party can take over and bring about collectivization of all human civilization. I don't understand this, this commentary, Mike. It's just virtue signaling.
2: Yeah, for sure, and uh, delusional uh, again, mental problems. A lot of these um, left wing people suffer from severe mental problems, from uh, severe anxiety, from severe stress. Um, think think that the world and everybody in the, in the world is out to get them. Uh, think that capitalism is 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 an evil. Except which,
0: except capitalism. on
2: corporate corporate capitalism, yeah, you get it. You get spots of shadiness in there but there is no better system right now on our planet than capitalism so uh these people are just delusional and they're just they're very just are bizarre it's just like those videos when trump became president like when bush became president junior i didn't see people flip out uh, younger people flip out yell cry
1: <laughs>
2: rip out their hair but when trump became president they were screaming like banshees, pulling out their hair, punching themselves in the head. It's like, what is going on here? It's that it's that that millennial generation of just weirdos, like whack jobs.
0: Hysteria. It's just hysteria. It's manufactured. Right. You, you you care about what you're told or what's implied to you to care about, and that's why. We go from masks are important to a couple of days when they weren't important when people were rioting to the second wave where masks are important again and we forgot about the rioting because you've been told what to care about. That's why there are hordes of people that are literally convulsing like the Oracle of Delphi, and the noxious vapors that they're inhaling are primarily mainstream media outlets that tell them what to think and what to do. I mean, it's really that simple, oh, I think. For sure
2: for sure. For sure. The media is, uh, is, is definitely, and, you know, you'll hear this from the other side, you'll hear this from the Republican side, but there it's true though. It's true. The media is the enemy of the people. And, uh, you know, I would put, I would put Fox news. There's a, a Tucker Carl Carson says some things, but he's controlled. He can't really get into the the Zionist questions. He doesn't, I mean, he's controlled, but, uh, these other, the, the other side, the CNN, MSNBC and, uh, just completely agenda- agendaed um, to put out fear and hate, for sure.
0: I see a lot of uh, buttons here in Rochester. Well, I'm I'm outside the city now in Bloomfield, New York, but Rochester. There's a lot of people that wear these buttons that say, "It it literally says on the button; it spells it out: F Fox News." I just think that's so funny because they, you know, they watch CNN and they think exactly and fox news is such a horrible network they lie to us i'm going to see what cooper has to say today he's always on point
2: yeah xci uh, cia yeah, yeah i'm going to have i'm going to have uh, i want to i want to hear the smart brilliant man don lemon yeah. speak the truth today
0: the guy that cries or i want
2: to hear i want to go to comedy central and hear this political programs disguised as comedy you know what 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 are they saying that i should believe is us Stephen Colbert and all these all these other jackasses.
0: Another piece of Jimmy Kimballs.
2: You know, it's uh entertainment, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, disguised. Part of the political agenda disguised as entertainment. You got these morons that believe these Hollywood pieces of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the only people that like-
2: would kill. Uh, that would that would kill uh, their other Hollywood brethren if they changed. And in. for instance, getting off the subject of. Chris Cornell, who was putting together a documentary, also had a foundation for kids in the past, war-torn countries, that they weren't snatched up by pedophile outlets and and traffickers, had his own foundation before for years uh, because he himself was abused as a child. Also, Chester Bennington was abused as a child, and they were – and this is facts, and you can look it up – they were working on a documentary, and they're going to expose – uh trafficking and from what I read people in the industry. Now they say Chris Cornell killed himself, but yet the autopsy revealed that he got he had severe head trauma and he had six broken ribs. So how are you gonna hang yourself and uh maybe if you fall to the ground, but he fell to the ground and had a, a severe trauma to the back of the head and he had six broken ribs.
0: I guess I'd guess Michael Baden did that autopsy too. Since he he gets exactly, around.
2: and if you look you look deeper, his wife took over a hundred percent of the foundation. Is arguing with his daughter uh, from a previous marriage of uh, how much money she's going to get, uh, how much money she's going to get. Pictures of uh, her, his wife at his funeral, laughing, smiling. Pictures of us. His wife told him he had a bodyguard, same bodyguard. I think it was a black dude. Um, he had same bodyguard for like. Fifteen years, his wife made him get rid of the bodyguard. Replaced him with a bodyguard that uh, it was ex Mosad.
0: Mm, so you tell me that makes me, sense.
2: You tell me. You tell me what's going on there. You know, Here's do you think that guy actually killed himself?
0: Unless you want to stay for another forty-five minutes, we don't even take a break. So I, we're all over the place when when Mike comes on, and I, I got to do it <laughs> because I just I can't control myself or Mike. But let me ask you this question, Mike. Uh, you statistically, people say, well, there aren't enough black people in positions of power, and that means that there's discrimination because white people make up most of the positions of power. And I always think that is an asinine comment because the percentage of white people in this country is like 65 percent, and black people make up 13 percent. So, of course, there are going to be more white people in power. If there were more black people in power, it would be incredibly suspicious and disproportionate. Now, if I go to, like, Ghana, you know, or Kenya, I'm probably going to find a lot of black people, wouldn't you say? Is that because it's racist? Well, actually, those countries are pretty racist. You know, they kill a bunch of white people in South Africa. Also, another question. This is the question I really want to ask you, Mike, because you're one of the few people that could answer this. If that's the case that, let's say, more black people were in charge in in the United States than white people, despite making up only 13% of the population. One might ask why 13% of the population could control the entire country. Now, let's back off that a little bit, and I'm curious to know your thoughts on how 2% of the country who don't consider themselves white, who consider themselves part of a Zionist Jewish elite, and this is statistics, Jerusalem Post, The the Haritz, all the mainline Jewish newspapers and publications, magazines, they all say Jewish people make up 50% of all campaign contributions in the U.S. They support Marxist, Leninist, communist, LGBTQ, social, cultural, family destruction, ideology, more than any other group or race of, you know, association. And why is it that those 2% can control much of the country, and there's no, like, hey, it's, there's, I just don't get that.
2: Yeah, well, I think it's because of those 13 bloodlines that basically rule the planet through international banking are are part of that tribe. So when you have just all that power of money, you can place that 2% in positions of all power across the world to keep your own agenda going. And you look a higher above those 13 families who they're worshiping these entities that they're worshiping to me is not uh, you know a guy with horns and a pitchfork mm-hmm. to me it's some type of uh, interdimensional uh, entity that is controlling these uh, these people and that's who they're actually worshiping you know call it whatever you want to call it pindar whoever but
0: I, I was waiting on that's a pun- my take. I was waiting on a punchline that's it. Yeah.
2: That's uh my take on it. You know, I mean, I think it's ridiculous. If black lives really matter, then why do uh Jewish people have if, uh, all these committees and, and and groups all you have to do is type in on Google and you see that the you know, American Foundation of Jewish People, Society of Jewish people. I mean, shouldn't uh, blacks have an equal amount or more groups uh, that are looking out for their interests?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, why, what's, that's a good why question. Is,
2: what's, who, who's discriminating against Jewish people in the in the U.S.? Uh, who is? How many Jewish ghettos are there in the U.S.? I mean, come on, people. Just use some common sense. Uh, you t- know, if, said, if it was any type of other race, if it was Irish, Mexican, Italian, people will be talking about all the Mexican mafia runs our country or the Italian mafia runs our country or the Irish mafia or the Caribbean, uh, Paraguay... Mafia runs our country, but yet you talk about the real people that control it, and you 're and of course it 's a great strategy you 're labeled as an anti semite oh blah, blah 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 you know you 're pointed the finger at it 's good it's they 're very very smart very smart
0: yeah it 's also very the smart. the ideology when a when a young black man or a young black woman or someone who 's older doesn 't really matter the age but when a black man or a black woman says uh, you know i don't buy this whole uh, race thing i'm not really discriminated against or maybe i felt some type of discrimination but everybody goes through that then it's like oh yeah you can't you can't say that as a black person so you need to go back to the plantation shut your mouth All right uh, or or right. Th- the best thing is like if you got like a black trans person and they were they were like the top of the totem pole which i'm sure it's racist to say that too even though i'm native american if A black trans person who identified as a rake was to say, you know what? I really have a question about that Jewish mafia. Suddenly, the black trans person who identifies as a lawn tool would be considered a racist and a bigot against Jews. The Jewish community takes precedence over all other groups of people. That's the top of the hierarchy where even a black person can't make a comment about it or they are racist. You find that funny? Uh,
2: agreed. All right. Well, or they, or you'll get killed. For instance, uh, Malcolm X, was, uh kind of switched the speeches around and kind of found out who the real—I don't want to say enemy, but the opposition force against black people rising to a better class of living—and uh, then named these people in his speeches. Three weeks later, he was assassinated. So bingo, there you go.
0: bingo, 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 Mike. And you you again, win the game. That's
2: not to say that you know. Calling for the synagogue. If you're looking at it at such a narrow perspective, where you're, you know, Gold, the Goldman down the street should be beaten up. Well, you're not. You're not looking yeah. at it right. That's yeah. not. That's not what we're saying. Uh, or the or the synagogue should be defaced. That's not what we're saying either. You've got to look at. And those people have. They're not the ones calling the shots. The ones calling the shots. You don't know their names. You don't know. You don't know anything about them. You might know the Rothschilds. Uh, and a couple other names, Warburg, Warburgs, but you don't know the the actual, and you might know Schumer and Schiff and people in the political realm, but you don't know the actual people calling the shots. You don't know their names.
0: Well, Mike, uh, we've gone through 90 minutes. You want to stay for 20 more, or you, or you want me to let you go? Because we just keep talking. I can let you go. We'll take a break. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll finish the show. It's up to you.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I got to let my dog out, dude. So I got to go. All
0: right. All right. Well, you go let your dog out, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Anything else before I uh, before I go to break here? I'll turn up the, uh, the music here as you make your final comments.
2: No, but if anybody um, has any more questions on what we talked about or like the debates on anything we talked about, then send questions back in. Or you can say, well, explain your rationale for this, or I agree with you on this point, or you know, you're way off point on this, or this should have been also stated, go ahead and send those questions in. I'll come back on the show. And we'll, we'll answer those. Yeah, yeah there are three to things, t-
0: three things to take out of the show. One, we did listener commentary. Two, I'm not into shaman prostitution. And Mike uh, was brave enough to talk about the, uh, well, I am too, talk about the Jewish mafia. So those are the three things to take out of tonight's show. And uh, I appreciate you joining us, Mike.
2: Not a problem. Take
0: it easy. All right, you too, buddy. Good night. Bye. Bye. All right, there he goes, Mike D. Just so we're clear, anything we're talking about, it's done in fun. And if it's problematic, it's problematic. I really do not care. But I'm here to provide you with entertainment. And I'm also here to provide you with critical information. We do some really great shows Monday through Thursday this week powerful shows and then we have fun sometimes with mike d we just kind of talk you know i obviously if you just tune in for the first time you think that show sucks what are these guys talking about but we're just having some fun friday night why not one more segment after this break don't go anywhere right here on the secret teachings on the fringe fm oh and don't forget if you donate four dollars right now we're doing a raffle you get a copy of each of my books for free if you win, a PDF of each of the books. It's free shipping. You also get a 1-year subscription and for the 4th of July you get a pocket constitution. You know that terrorist manual. You get all that. So 4 bucks. I'm not sure how many people are going to actually uh, participate in the raffle, but we'll draw that raffle next Friday night on the show. So you got a whole week. 4 dollars. We'll keep your name info and whoever wins will get all that information and all those prizes. rdgable at yahoo.com www.thesecretteachings.info Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. If you're looking for something to do while you're quarantined or locked down at home, check out www.thesecretteachings.info for our entire show archive. There you'll find every single broadcast after it airs and you can download and stream every single one of those shows with great guests and timeless subjects. Right now it's only $35 for a one-year subscription to the archive and a free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. It supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and it supports you. You can also check out my three books independently, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Read reviews and see the books at www.thesecretteachings.info. Whether you subscribe, purchase a book, or you simply listen to the show five nights a week, it's a great way to stay informed and to be entertained. Again, that's www.thesecretteachings.info thesecretteachings.info or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings and shoot us an email at rdgable at yahoo.com This is Dave Cruz, host of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to The Fringe FM even those in your pet food. With free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at the thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you and The Fringe FM.
1: We've heard your feedback loud and clear. You called it out, and now we're answering All new live programming, five nights a week. Always remember, The Fringe FM is for you, the listener, and we appreciate your feedback. Keep the feedback coming. You can email us at talkback at thefringe.fm, call the station at 501-777-5631, or send us a message on Facebook at The Fringe FM.
0: This is Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast, where we expose frauds, say the uncomfortable, and discover patterns. And you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
1: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. A reminder that the future is not some distant glimmer, but a bright light shining in your eyes. This is the future we are in right now. Where our phones are the first things that we touch when we wake up, the last thing we touch before falling asleep. Radiant, seductive screens we so lovingly Endlessly gaze upon. Much like you're doing right now. Welcome. To a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes. Dark. Welcome. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening.
0: ryan gable and this is the secret teachings on the fringe fm if you'd like to contact us the email is rdgable at yahoo.com that's rdgable at yahoo.com tonight we had our good friend mike d on the broadcast for those of you who don't know mike d i know mike d can come off as kind of vulgar and crass i mean we all come off like that sometimes i do too some people kind of complain, you know, Mike says things that are inappropriate. You know, well, I, I think the fact that you think it's inappropriate isn't an inappropriate statement, to be quite frank with you. I don't know. I mean, I say things that are frank. It's kind of what the show is based on, just frankness and bluntness. But Mike D's a good friend of ours, and Mike D's been with the show for the the entire length of the show. I mean, it's been almost 11 years now going back to October of 2009. And then the show itself really got started in 2013. So it's been about seven years. I I always say like five or six solid professional years and then a couple of years of amateur getting used to things with real radio and then a couple of years of kind of like practice and not knowing what I was doing. And we, we still did some pretty good shows when we first began radio, though. But Mike's been with us. Mike was with us when we got kicked out of WPRK 91.5 FM, Rollins College Radio. I know we have some listeners there in Winter Park, Florida, still in the Orlando area. And I know that we have some listeners that are in other parts of central Florida where I I used to live down there. I've met some listeners down there. I know you guys also have that um, Orange County mask rule. I, re- I read the executive order of the of the mayor, and they call it a rule. You've got to wear a mask. But if you actually read the rule, the executive order, ooh, the mayor's big and powerful. It's an executive order. It, it says that pretty much everybody's exempt. <laughs> so if you read it, you're pretty much exempt. Uh, and by the way, check out the Department of Justice website, Deprivation of rights under color of law, section 242, title 18, title 18, USC, U.S. Code, section 242, whoever under color of any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom, this would be your rules and your executive orders that, you know, because governors have like really small PPs, they have to flex their political muscles and say, I'm going to sign an executive order. Well, "...whoever under color of any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, custom, etc., etc., willfully subjects any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured or protected by the U.S. Constitution or laws of the United States shall be fined under the title or imprisoned not more than one year or both." And if bodily injury results from the acts committed in violation of this section, or if such acts include the use, attempted use, or threatened use of dangerous weapon, explosives, or fire, shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than 10 years or both. And if death results from the acts committed in violation of this section, or if such acts include kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap, aggravated sexual assault, or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse or an attempt to kill shall be fined under this title or in prison for any term of years or for life or both or may be sentenced to death. So under deprivation of rights, color of law, Title 18, USC, Section 242, maybe get a copy of this. Because it doesn't matter if it's a law, statute, ordinance, regulation, custom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you subject any person in any state, territory, et cetera, the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured or protected by the Constitution or laws of the United States, and if bodily injury occurs as a result uh, of these actions, the acts committed in violation of this section, etc., 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 can lead to imprisonment depending on the severity. Oh, and so, by, by, by actual definition, based on this section, Title 18 U.S. Code, when people are getting sick from wearing masks and when people are having trouble breathing and getting headaches th- that that is classified as bodily injury which if bodily injury results from the acts committed in violation of this section or if such acts include the use of attempted use or threatened use of dangerous weapons explosives or fire, they're using masks shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than 10 years or both so the mayor of Orange County, Florida should be in prison and should be fined as a result of that Rule that they passed. See, this is the reason that you have morons in the street tear down the USA. No borders, no wall, no USA at all. Tearing down historical monuments, ripping down police departments. I don't know if you saw this, but Minneapolis Council today put a plan in place to abolish police. So it's in motion. And apparently they voted to abolish the police force. It would have to go to a citizen vote. You think they're getting rid of the police because it's like, well, they're hurting black people. Because it's it's totally ridiculous. If you actually look at the statistics, a white man is more likely to be killed by police for committing a less violent act. And white people do make up more percentage, a bigger percentage of the population. Black people make up 13%, but if you really break it down, black men commit more crime than the entire white population combined. 15 to 34 years old, FBI statistics, look it up. Black men, 15 to 34, it doesn't mean black people are bad. In fact, on the contrary, but black men account for about 54% of homicides, roughly around there, over half of homicides. White people as a whole account for about 40, so 46%. Somewhere around there. And and so it's like 3% of the U.S. population contributes to over half of all murder. And in most of these cases where you've got like a few dozen black men that are killed by police every year, and it's just really a few dozen, most of those cases are black men that have weapons that assault police to begin with. And the few cases where you have police that attack black people or white people or any people... How many of those cops are black or Hispanic, Latino, Asian themselves? A lot of them. So when you really break it down, you're not even comparing apples and oranges. You're comparing, like, microscopic organisms to the planet Saturn. And because of anecdotal evidence of I face discrimination as a black man, you probably have faced discrimination as a black man or a black woman. And I, 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 I don't agree with that. I wouldn't discriminate against you. But I've also faced discrimination as a white guy. In fact, I've faced discrimination as a straight man. But I don't identify as straight either, so I don't see what the big issue is. It's always like, you know, first non-binary transgender fluid, uh, you know, identifies as a raccoon on the weekends, you know, uh, you know builds, uh, you know, creates some new invention. And it's the first time a non-binary raccoon has ever invented something. It's like, Why? Why do we have to classify things based on this? Because it's cultural warfare. This is what Marx and Lenin wrote about. I'm telling you, I read. I recommended the book earlier in the show tonight. It's a three-part series by Frank Decoder. You've got to get this series. It's like if you want all three books, it's like forty-five dollars. It's fifteen bucks a piece. It is one of the most fascinating history dissertations I've ever read. It's incredible. And the third book is called The Cultural Revolution. And and he takes you through, having nothing to do with today. But he takes you through the Cultural Revolution in the '60s in China, late '50s, early '60s into the '70s, and he explains what they did. And what they did was they abolished law and order. They ripped down the statues. They burned the churches. They burned the mosques. On all, all the hippies that think, "Well, it's cool, man. Like I'll just make some money making crafts and paintings." Uh, You don't get to do that in communism because if you try to make any additional money outside of the universal basic income that they give you so that you're a slave and subservient, they will kill your ass. But of course, you know, what do I know? I've just read hundreds of history books and people that haven't read one history book tell me you're wrong because we haven't tried the right form of collectivization. Sure, that'll solve it. By the way, if you're in Orlando, check this out. National Basketball Association, NBA players could wear smart ring to track COVID-19 symptoms as season resumes. This is called the AURA, O-U-R-A, the AURA smart ring. The article from CNET, as the NBA restarts its season using Walt Disney World facilities in Orlando, Florida, players are reportedly set to use a wearable to track their health and look for COVID-19 symptoms. Well, hell, if you're playing basketball and you're sweaty and you kind of get hot, it's going to be like, well, you know, you got a fever. you got a symptom of COVID-19. Perspiration's a symptom of COVID-19. Rash is a symptom of COVID-19. Aura Health confirmed it's providing the Aura Smart Ring and its early illness detection monitoring system to not only NBA players, but also team and league staff. The smart ring will provide early warning signs if a player is in danger of contracting the coronavirus. The company's enterprise illness management platform can assess illness risk by looking at a user's temperature, respiratory rate, resting heart rate, and heart rate variability. There you go. Give them all the information, all of it, every detail, just like the Fitbit. Remember that thing? I mean, I imagine, see, I played basketball, and I was going to go to college to play basketball. I I was balling, as they say. I was very good at basketball. I'll tell you what, when I played basketball, I had an increased temperature and my respiratory rate increased and I had, you know, a resting heart rate that was probably a little bit higher. And uh, these are all symptoms of COVID-19. So if you're playing basketball with one of these aura dumb rings, you're probably going to have all those symptoms. So I guess the entire, unless you're like the last guy on the bench who's just there in case, you know, LeBron wants an extra break. If if that's the case, everybody's going to have COVID-19, and, that, and that's kind of the thing. That's the scam. I also saw this today. The, the, the dumbest mask invention I've seen goes to Israel, where they've invented a mask that opens and closes so that you can eat the most asinine, ridiculous, waste of time, money, and publication I've ever seen in my life. However, the Japanese have perhaps met the Israelis in absurdity, they've developed a smart mask so that you can wear it all the time. And rather than being smart and tracking, you know, maybe your health, uh, maybe like your heart rate and things like that, like this ring does, maybe it could track like oxygen absorption, carbon dioxide, exhaling and how much of that you're inhaling back in and how toxic that environment in the mask is according to OSHA standards. That's not my opinion. It's going to be able to connect to your smartphone. So put that mask on. You don't ever have to take it off. You go to bed. You got this built-in earplugs, you know, earplugs connected to the Bluetooth. Get that pulsating radiation right through the skull. You want to put that on a baby immediately out of the womb and just fry the brain. It's, it's astounding how anybody can say, as we are biological, physiological, we are biological, electrical systems. And electromagnetic interferences can absolutely affect this biochemical electrical system. And we just act like Wi-Fi and cell signals don't have any effect on us. I mean, take an auxiliary cable, plug it into your car, and then touch it on your head. You'll hear the zzzz. It's electricity. I mean, this isn't even elementary. This is like the class you take before you get into elementary school. It's really, really basic stuff. But we just got to ask these questions like what's, what's going on? Uh, well, here's one thing that's going on. Not only are, are the Minneapolis council members planning to abolish the police so that they can bring in the blue helmets. Remember Henry Kissinger, what he said back in like the 90s or something, he's like, today, American people be very upset if UN troops come in too. Country. I can't do a great Kissinger, but it's got to be that deep, evil, you know, Jewish voice. If American troops come into country, but tomorrow they'd be grateful if they come into L.A. and take guns. You know, this guy, this scumbag globalist piece of trash who just tells you decades ago what the plan is. And now they're abolishing the police. They've got the Obama uh, uh, city initiative through the U.N. And they're like, well, Americans can't be governed, so we need to quarantine the country and an outside, unelected government. We will tell the American people how to live and we'll come into Minneapolis to begin and then there's there's your invasion and it'll just write down through the country to save us from all the horrible racism maybe if if you're really concerned about like civil rights and all that, maybe you should not only go read statistics. You should go read, like, the Civil Rights Act and uh, the various amendments to the U.S. Constitution and also the history of slavery, where slavery is still legal in a handful of countries today, including the countries that manufacture the products that you're wearing right now and and the people that manufacture those products. And not only is slavery still legal, but if you want to classify people by race, white people are the only group of people historically— in, in, a, in a nationalist setting that have actually abolished slavery. So I'm not sure what people are complaining about, but I'm not going to be held responsible for ancestral guilt, which is also, by the way, another tenet of Marxism. I love how people just say, no, that's not true. How many books have you read on that subject, if you think that? I'm not saying you, but just people in general. How many books have you read on that subject? Well, I just know it's... So we haven't tried the right form of Marx... What is the right form of Marxism? It's all... It's based on cultural warfare and class warfare. I mean, the, the the basic foundation of the cultural revolution in China was, and I quote, never forget class struggle. And they're making sure every day, you don't forget that class struggle. You are different than the people around you. They are different than you. And they are told, you are different than the people around you. And they are different than you. Whether it's the color of your skin your belief system. And there's a hierarchy. Some people are more important than others. If you're white, you're at the bottom. But if you're a woman, you're above the man. If you're a gay man, you're above the white woman. If you're a gay woman, you're above the gay man. And if you're Jewish, you're at the very top. If you're black, you fall somewhere in the middle. If you're Asian, Asians are like down at the bottom. But it's a hierarchy of races. And I'm I'm being serious about this. You think about it because when a black man or a black woman makes a comment about race or sex, and it's not within the standard Marxist paradigm, especially if they make a comment about Israel, then suddenly the black man or the black woman who's very intelligent, they get pushed down to the bottom, and they're told, Shut up, racist. You can't say anything about Jewish people. And everything's just made about this group collective. I i, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But uh, these are my thoughts on a Friday night. Also, Yahoo News is reporting that, uh, well, might have to get rid of the Star Spangled Banner now. So get rid of the Star Spangled Banner, burn the American flag, rip down the statues, contact trace everybody. You know, really bring in that Marxist, Leninist, communist cultural revolution because it's benefited so many people from Cambodia to Venezuela to China to Russia. Well, they tried it in Germany, but some guy with a mustache crushed it and because primarily they were jewish it was like oh it's jewish hatred really well there were a whole bunch of communists that weren't jewish in germany and they were absolutely annihilated by the german government maybe do a little bit of reading on that history too but i guess that makes me a racist for reading history books because everything's been redefined anyway i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings i really sincerely hope you have a fantastic weekend monday night dr andrew kaufman on the show Dr. Andy Kaufman joins us on The Secret Teachings. Stay tuned for that. www.thesecretteachings.info Don't go anywhere. This is The Fringe FM.